Evan Cohen is on ESPN 106.3. Streaming live via the free ESPN app or on your Alexa, Google, or Siri smart speakers. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Call Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys at 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. Here's Evan Cohen. Okay, welcome to the show. Evan Cohen with you on the fourth day of March 2021. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN is your telephone number to be a part of the show. You can tweet at us at ESPN West Palm by way of the Grand Champions Polo Club Twitter feed, at Evco Radio for me, Evan Cohen, at Jeanette and Juice for Jeanette Javier, at Real Coach K for Chris Coquel, and for some reason for a one-hour show, we have 8,000 people in today, and at Jmart1063 for John Martin. Oh, yes. Ah. He's coming home. <laughs> he's coming home. Tell the world he's coming. Now, when Coquel told me that Jmart was going to be here, I'm like, oh, that's great. I don't know. Coquel, why are you here? Because uh, I was scared to ask you if I could not be here, <laughs> for being wow. honest. Oh, man. That was an actual quote. That's an actual quote I can confirm. Why well, I heard him. He just said it. <laughs> I know, but sometimes Coquel says things and he doesn't really mean them. This time he actually meant it. <laughs> you know what? As JoJo once said, get out, leave right now. It's the end of you and me. It's too late and we can't wait for you to be gone. Because I know. Go to Stewart with your wife and kids and go home. We are fine. Jeanette will read the top. Bye. We'll see you tomorrow. Boom. <laughs> Wait, am I really supposed to leave? Because I got all the questions saved on my computer for your game later. Oh, yeah. No, I no now I don't know. Jay Martin will make the decision after we get the show on the road. Uh, <laughs> driven by Tire Kingdom. Tire Kingdom, of course, locally owned and operated in the, uh, the western communities. What am I? They have every community, of course, in, uh, in Palm Beach County, all across Palm Beach County since 1972. And you can march in and save a Tire Kingdom going on now. $100 MasterCard prepaid card when you buy four select tires and get them installed. BF Goodrich, Cooper, Nexon, and more. And right now at Tire Kingdom, you can call 844-GET-TIRES and get tire kingdom to come to you with a mobile tire installation van and the services the certified mobile tire installers will mount install and balance your tires while safely maintaining your social distance call 844 get tires or visit tirekingdom.com to schedule your appointment today jmr what's your decision he stays or he goes i I think he should have to stay because if you're gonna if you're gonna be able to go you should have to ask for it if you're if you're too scared to ask for it you don't get it Okay. Kokel, your thoughts? I'm good. I love being here, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> what do you mean? I, I don't want, know what to you do. You think I want to go home and get yelled at? <laughs> I'd rather get yelled at by you. It's fun. I'm not yelling. I, I, God, it's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> I, you know, I have a couple of things I want to do here, but I, I you know, so, I had an idea for Jmart and I, but then something happened to Jmart and I that I, I, I got to be honest, I'm really uncomfortable with. Do you know what I'm talking about, John? Because I'm going to tell. I'm going to say it on the air. Are we, you uncomfortable? Like I was uncomfortable earlier today. Uh, y- yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, and it, it it was odd, and it was a little uncomfortable. We had a three way call earlier today. Me call J Mark and someone else. Okay, right now the person will be, remain nameless for the time being. 
And we're on this call. <laughs> this is true story. Mm-hmm. We're on this call. The person says to us, "Hold on, I gotta t- I gotta talk to somebody else on the other line for a second. So okay, fine, whatever." Um, Jamar and I start talking for about fifteen minutes. Yep. <laughs> would you say like Would you agree with that? Fifteen yeah. minutes. Yeah, it was surprisingly long. Yes. We got into kid stuff. We got into, I mean, if we're going to be honest, COVID stuff. We did a little politics. I think we did a little show stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did like, we were on a variety show. Yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, we did a little bit of everything. I mean, I think, you know, we took some phone calls. We actually cooked an egg for Tata, for Tita. What is it called? <laughs> you know, but I, they, we, were, we were doing everything. We, Al Roker popped in, did the weather in the middle of this. I mean, Weagle was, it was very, like, we did everything. 15 minutes. Okay. Then all of a sudden, the third person who said hold, I'll be right back 15 minutes ago, was like, wow, I got a lot of information. That was a good update. Well, wait, like I actually said, I actually said, is such and such coming back ever? And he goes, (laughs) I'm here. I've been here. And then made a reference. Oh, then made a reference. Oh, no. Yeah, this is true. And then made a reference. To something we said 14 minutes ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. no. Yeah. And I was thinking about this, and it's somebody that both J-Mart and I are both independently close to and as a trio close to. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So so far, am I telling the truth, J-Mart? Absolutely. 100%. And I'm like, this is a little weird. I got to be honest. And like, I, I've been thinking about it more and more as the day progressed, and I had another call with said person and I kind of brought it up, but like not fully because I'm not sure really my thoughts on this. But this doesn't feel right to me. Like I feel a little bit kind of violated in some ways. It was it was weird. I, I didn't expect to feel that way, but it was really I've never felt like that before. And neither have I. Because we didn't we legitimately had no clue he was there. None. And then, yeah, I thought maybe I heard a noise at one point, but then we reached the point of no return. We're like, I'm like, we're so far into this. <laughs> there's no way. And this guy has no patience for anything. Right. I'm like, there's no way he could still be sitting there. Now, then I look back on it. He is one of these guys that, like, it wants an update on how your third cousin's doing. Yes. I'm like, I don't even care how my third cousin's doing. Why do you <laughs> care how your third? Like, I mean, so it's, it's tricky in that regard. But, like, the more and more I've thought about this, like, I kind of think we were a little bit violated. Now, could everything we said have been on the radio right now? Yes. Would you maybe have thought, okay, well, that's something I didn't know about these two? Maybe, but, like, not really. You probably knew. You probably got a hunch on some things. It's not like breaking news on some of this stuff. But, like, I don't know. I mean, Jeanette, you, you just reacted there. Like, you're like, oh, no. You, you think we were violated here? Absolutely, yes. I'm on your side, both of y'all's side. Because if you guys are having a conversation, if the guy specifically said, I got to go, I'll be back, acknowledged the fact that he was leaving, but never brought up that he was back, he that's claims he did. Yeah, he claims that, that he said, I'm back, but neither of us heard it. I would say that's two against one. So I'm going to say, I mean, the no, I heard speak. a noise. I heard a noise. I did hear the noise, Shamer, but at the same time, I just thought we like there's no way you're still there listening in on this. Right. 
So I, I actually, it, I don't think it was anything like sneaky by this person. Uh, okay, well then. It sounds, sne- it's, it sounds very I'm sneaky. I'm going to tell you why, yeah. and it's only yes. about me. Okay. Now it's, 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 the person's not sneaky. I told you more in that 15 minutes than I've told the person last year. Ah, uh, gotcha. So that's probably the deeper issue on it. I see. Well, then that's you know what different. I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. Know, oh, God, a million times over, do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But how long are you supposed to go if somebody doesn't know you? Like, shouldn't there be, like, okay, I'm going to give you one other thing that happened to me. I was on a Zoom call, or Teams call, uh, earlier this year with someone in our company, and their spouse walked by not wearing clothing. <laughs> really? <laughs> I have never said this. And I said, oh, my God. And then I, I, I hung up. Wow. Oh, I, I felt so uncomfortable, and I closed the computer screen because I felt so uncomfortable. I hope it was a guy Why? that was Stacey naked. Stacey has a nice body. She's always naked. My wife. Oh. She, she is way out of your league. I didn't realize you were talking I'm, about so your wife. I'm, I'm the exact opposite of what has now happened here. Like, so when people hear this right now, are they thinking that, like, the person's in the wrong? Like, what's the cutoff? How deep into the conversation? Like, at some point, doesn't he have to say, hey, guys, sorry to interrupt. Like, you may not have heard me. I'm back. Right. right? At some point, j At some point. I mean, this person was there for 10 minutes listening. <laughs> at least. Like, that. I mean, you would think that at some point that person would say, again, because it's very clear <laughs> we don't know that that person is there we didn't ever address them like it's pretty rude to completely leave somebody out like that for 10 minutes <laughs> if you know unless it's there. you right. i think oh. the person and i would leave you out for 10 minutes but but we would know you're there that's the thing yeah we would fully you'd be on my lap and i'd fully leave you out for 10 minutes there would be an acknowledgement let's have this conversation and then leave the person out <laughs> I, uh, Coquel, where are you at on this besides mentally home? <laughs> I'm just listening also. Um, yeah, they got to jump in at some point, even if it's not really to say anything, but just to let you guys know, like, all right, guys, I'm here too. Like, try to find a, a time to laugh. Was there any times you could have laughed? It's a weird. It's a, and, wait, by the way, by the way, one other thing on this, J-Mart was the one who kind of initiated this because he had a deadline on something he needed my opinion on. So he actually needed to get somebody an answer today. So right. I, this guy just let us talk about everything but the specific thing. <laughs> <laughs> and it's so weird to me because, uh, like you mentioned, there was nothing, there was no sensitive information. We didn't say anything negative about this person. It wasn't anything like that. It was mundane co- sort of conversation. But it's still, when he chimed in. Which is in, maybe, maybe by the way, the subconscious that I had that he may have been there the whole time. Like, hey, I don't want to get in, dive into the topic we were talking about previously. Because what if he jumps in in the middle of it and we say something that, like, we wouldn't feel comfortable? I, I don't know. So maybe there was a subconscious with me, but, like, it was really long to just not be there <laughs> and not say was. anything. It was. <laughs> like, insanely long. Yeah. 888-760-3776, number to jump in. I want people's opinions on this. Like, how, how long should this have gone? Again, we're on, this conver- we're on this call earlier today. It is a work call. Now, again, to be, to be totally transparent, like, J. Martin and I, John Martin and I are, like, real-life friends, okay? Not just like, hey, let's say it on the radio. Like, Coquel and I are not friends. Because um, 
You know why? I learned it today because he clearly doesn't won't even ask me to go home when he's not needed. So that's I thought we were we were close. But now he just took a major step back. Jeanette told me yesterday she doesn't want to be here with me for a year. So I don't know what to do anymore. So Jaymar's basically all I got. Jaymar's looking at me very confused. Uh, it's it's oh God, he's all I got. Oh, no, it was. Just, I think you're great, Evan. It was shut up. Coquel yeah. was saying a story. Nah, Jeanette, don't worry about it. You guys can do this off the air. But the point is this: we're on a work call. Okay, three people on a work call. One person says, "I'll be right back." The other two are then on the call for the next ten to fifteen minutes. No acknowledgement that the person came back one minute later. One minute later. Be, and how do we know one minute later? Because the reference that he made was to something <laughs> way early in the show. Yeah. Basically. Yep. It was not like you just, just talk. It was literally about my son and the, and the belt he was getting to in Taekwondo, which was like a way early thing because you literally, the question was, so you guys got after school stuff today? That was the initial question um, that J-Mart had for me. And that was one minute in. One minute yep. in, and that was the first reference you know, that this person made. The so reason- how quickly after should he have said something? 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN is the number to jump in. Yes, J-Mark, go ahead. Part of me wonders if he wasn't actually there the whole time because he's on hold for 10 minutes. We don't hear a single thing. He pulls out the first thing that was said that, that he remembers. It was literally the first thing we were talking about is what he used as, hey, I've been here. This is Nah, the- he mentioned other things too, though. He mentioned other things too. Okay. All right. Weird. Just saying. Mike in New York listening on the ESPN app. What's up, Mike? What's going on, guys? Welcome back, what? Jay Martin. I haven't heard from you in a while. <laughs> I haven't heard from you either. <laughs> <laughs> Good line. That's so you got like, you right back, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> so you dropped off the face of the earth there, big guy. Anyway, uh, 15 minutes. Fifteen like, minutes. This is no working. joke. <laughs> this is re- it's really. It's one, Mike. I'm telling you, it's one of these things that in the moment you're like, all right, that's weird, but we have actually stuff to accomplish. And then you hang up and you're like, is that like? appropriate what just happened here like this was really weird it's like we were somehow oh like surveillance or like i was wearing a wire so it right. was very odd <laughs> that's rookie that's rookie numbers i used to do that to my friends all the time just be like pull the shower the sour shoes hey uh can I, can I call you right back and just like stop let them talk amongst <laughs> themselves just to listen to see if they're talking any kind of smack and then as soon as they start just jump in we did that in sixth grade. We'd be like, I'd call somebody. We'd be on conference, and they would call somebody else and be like, hey, what do you think of Evan? Do you like him? It would be a girl. Yes. And then I'd hear her response as I was on the phone. <laughs> oh, Maybe I that's what happened so today. You've done that, Jeanette? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, was, I did that a lot in high school. Absolutely. But hey, Your high school girl. was like three years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. But I was like, hey, girl, I have a crush on this guy. It's kind of a thing. Uh, can you find out the details for me? And they would start with, oh, we're all going to go out on Friday night. And then they would name drop me and then let's go. And then I would get all the juice, all the gossip, all the cheesement. And it was great. And Absolutely. you heard the whole would thing. You'd be uh, on the conference. Absolutely. It was a three-way call. Would mo- wow. Would most of the times it be like, ew, no. Or was it Yeah, was it, what, did it ever go the other way, Jeanette? It went everywhere, depending on who the guy was. Sometimes it was like, yeah, oh, she's did. cool. <laughs> yeah, she did. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mike. Thanks for your time. Thanks for the call. Uh, good talking to you as always. Uh, so go ahead, Jeanette. Yes. 
No, sometimes it was, oh, that she's actually pretty cool. She knows her stuff. And then other times, like, no, last weekend she was absolutely crazy. And then other times mm. it was, oh, yeah, you know, maybe I can get to know her. By the it way, it was never I want, consistent. I want one minute here of guesses because Jamart and I will neither confirm nor deny. And anybody from the ESPN West Palm team who's listening, I would love for you guys to text me. I'm not or tweet or whatever you want to do at Evco Radio, um, and let me know your guess. Who do you think Jamart and I were talking to today? <laughs> I can tell you who okay. I want it to be. I want it to be JMP. I just want him to listen <laughs> like he's hanging out, just sitting there trying to figure it all out. I mean, to be okay. fair, do you think we're hanging on for JMP on hold for 15 minutes? <laughs> I just said we'd neither confirm nor deny. And the first thing you I did mean, yes, was deny. Right. The first thing. And, and, like, what it is wrong with him. you, J-Mart? It may have what been is wrong him. with you? I mean, I don't, the whole thing I said is neither confirm nor deny. And you, that, what do you do? You cannot control yourself. That's true. I can't. J-Mart off, JMP off the list. Unhinged. This man. Jeanette, your guess? Oh. It's somebody you guys are close to. I am going to say it's going to be a rep from Duffy's because you guys both hung out at Duffy's a lot. So whoever. Mm, so it was interesting. John Smith from Duffy's that we just waited 15 minutes and then just destroyed him on the radio. Interesting. That'd be an interesting move. But uh, it could be. I guess I'm not going to confirm nor deny, even though I clearly just denied. denied. As a matter of fact, I just denied. All right. Stephanie Prince. No, no, I, no that's it. That's it. We are done. We are, we are done. Um, <laughs> our buddy Dre Day uh, just tweeted in or texted in said, uh, for some reason, I'm thinking it was Steve Politziner, the president of the company. That would be interesting to put the president of the company on blast on radio like this. Interesting. OK, <laughs> we'll take other uh, guesses if you want. But um, in the meantime, <laughs> before we get to the top five at five, let's do um, Gold Tabor Sinus. Who knows best? Time now for Who Knows Best. Who Knows Best is brought to you by Goldhaber Sinus. If you suffer from facial pain or pressure, congestion or breathing problems, contact Dr. Neil Goldhaber at goldhabersinus.com. That's gold, H-A-B-E-R, sinus.com. Breathe better today. Shout out to Dr. Goldhaber. It was not him that was on the phone today, although we would be on the phone with Dr. Goldhaber. Jmart has been to Dr. Goldhaber. Jmart had uh, sniffles. He had sinus pain, congestion. And then what happens? You go to Dr. Goldhaber, and initially you have to get, like, the screening to make sure that you're good to go for the balloon sinuplasty, right? Like, you were going in, you had nasal issues, congestion issues, and you go in for the screening to make sure you qualify for the balloon sinuplasty. Correct, John? Yeah, it was super quick, super easy. So you have the one introductory, you know, appointment, and then... Come back in for the for the actual uh, procedure, and it was really really easy. It didn't take long, and it it changed my life. I mean, I've never I have never breathed like that. Like I could feel it throughout my entire face. It was amazing. My headaches went away. It it was really really great for me. Yeah, and many times I couldn't feel my face when I was with you as well. Um, and Jamart, of course, went to Dr. Goldhaber, who has been treating ENT patients in Florida for over 20 years. And go to goldsinus.com for more information. 561-734-3636 with Dr. Goldhaber. Goldsinus.com for more information. Jamart and I go head-to-head. Who knows best on a certain topic? You have to call in now at 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. And guess who wins, Evan or John? The topic, uh, Brian McLovin Rowitz chimes in with Steve. Again, that we have two votes for Steve here, the president of our company, Steve Politziner. Again, an odd move by us to put the president of the company on blast like this. Um, 
<laughs> so we have multiple guesses for Steve. Interesting. Um, $25 gift card to Duffy's on the line. We go head to head. Who wins, Evan or John? Now, here's the thing. We don't actually know the topic. So, mm. Coquel, are you willing to give us the topic? I know you're not willing to be here today. You don't want to be here today. You've expressed <laughs> that. So you could have just said, hey, Jamart's in. Why do I need to be there? And you would have had a fair question to ask. But obviously, we don't have that kind of team around here. <laughs> oh. And I will make my decisions moving forward as to who I want on my team. Oh, um, no. I'm and, worried. Uh, we will see. Yeah. Uh, you may, it may not be you. You never know. If you're not on here, you know it's my doing. Okay? That's right. Now, uh, what is what is the uh, what is the the well, NBA All-Star Weekend is this weekend, Evan, so we're going to go with that route. NBA All-Star Weekend. Okay. All right. I mean, J-Mart knows a lot about the NBA now. He is a, mm-hmm. a big card guy, NBA top shot. He's made millions so far <laughs> off of this. Uh, Mike in Boynton Beach, who wins, Evan or John? What would you say, Mike? Let's go Evan Cohen. All right. Thank you. Hold on. That means Drew in West Palm. You have J-Mart, Okay. Absolutely. All right. right. Again, this is for a $25 gift card to Duffy's. Oh, baby. How about this? March Mania menu at Duffy's right now. The Slam Dunk Nachos, the Onion Ring Tower, the Skybox Triple Bacon Cheeseburger, Bud Light Buckets of Beer. Tamar, when we would go to Duffy's every day uh, of our lives for about four (laughs) years straight, um, I'm trying to remember. Like, So our specific things we would split early on. I think what it's amazing. The menu is so much better now, and it's not that it wasn't amazing then, but like I could just the amount of things if we didn't have like lives and kids and we could do this every single day. I feel like giant pretzel, firecracker shrimp oh. for, for sure for me. Uh, maybe I'd let you have it. You'd like the mozzarella sticks, I think a little bit, but the Tex-Mex egg rolls was a go-to for us. Totally. Go-to for us. Absolutely. Still. What's great. interesting about that is on Duffy'sMVP.com they have the calorie count now. And maybe I shouldn't wonder why we gained so much weight early on. <laughs> We'd be like, yeah, is that going to be enough for us for an appetite? Nah, I get a second. It's nine, <laughs> 990 calories. <laughs> and we'd get like, oh, you know what? Get the lobster bisque back in the day and still do that. Where it's like, oh, 530. All right, now what do you want to eat? <laughs> That's what we would do. Duffy'sMVP.com for more information. Plus, also, March, the Duffy's Taste of Ireland menu, the loaded potato soup. The Irish potato skins, the Reuben burger, shamrock pie, and all the drink specials. Duffy'sMVP.com for more information. Jay Mart, you want to go first or seconds? Five questions each. Gold Aver Sinus, who knows best? I'll go first. All right. Go ahead, Coco. All right, Jay Mart. What distance is the NBA three point line? Oh, God. I don't even know. This is actually ridiculous. I don't, but I don't Are you know. Serious? It. No, I don't know it. I, I really don't know the no, answer. No, meaning how hard it is. I don't know it either. Oh, you don't? Okay, good. Yeah. Really? Uh, NBA radio? <laughs> Come on. 23 feet. Yeah, Jamar and NBA radio? You don't know it? Jeez. That's correct. <laughs> I, I gave her the correct sign. That is yes, correct. You did. You 23 did feet, 9 sign. inches. What? You got it exactly right? Well, I just gave the feet. The feet. It's 23 feet, 9 inches. What Number two. Right then? Michael Jordan play. <laughs> I'm the host now, Evan. You are the contestant. You didn't want to be here. Get him, G. Michael Jordan played in 13 All-Star games in his NBA career. How many times was he the MVP? Uh, zero. Oh, really? Zero with Jordan? I thought it was a trick question. Uh, three. Three would be. I'm surprised question. you didn't give it to him because you're the host. You understand that it doesn't work. You're the host. It has to be. You have to then <laughs> note it's exact or not exact. 
Well, I didn't say it was exact. I just said how far it was. Oh, so just in the general vicinity of it. It's, it's, you know, okay, <laughs> got it. All right. Yeah, you didn't even two. lose yet. You're already complaining. It's not about me. It's about the the FCC. <laughs> FCC. FCC. What player made 2,560 three-point shots in his NBA career but failed to win any of his five three-point shootouts he participated in? Mm, John Stockton. Reggie Miller. Weird guess that was John Stockton. I don't know. All righty then. In what year was the three-point shootout canceled because of player lockout? 2014? 1999. So right now you are one of four. I was close. I should get that, right? You you should know that. You should have known that. You know, because that was the lockout shortened season. That was Nick Spurs' final game five, me in the toilet. Avery Johnson hits the shot at Madison Square Garden. (laughs) You know that. You got to be fair. You know that story. Yeah, You should have known that. You should have known that. (laughs) All right. You're one of four right now. What NBA team... Produced two different slam dunk contest winners. Sorry, what was the first NBA team? The two different slam dunk contest winners. Um, uh, the Chicago Bulls. Hawks. It is the Hawks. Bud Webb and Dominique Wilkins. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. All right, he got one, so I need two. So here's what we got: twenty five dollar gift card on the line to Duffy's. Um, if I get two of five right, that means that Mike in Boynton Beach gets the gift card. If I get one, we go to a tiebreaker. If I get none, that means Drew in West Palm wins on behalf of J-Mart. Or J-Mart on behalf of Drew. <laughs> the last ball on the three-point money rack. <laughs> the last ball on the three-point rack is called the... <laughs> the money ball. <laughs> well, now, that's a little ridiculous. Like- no, he's the host. <laughs> uh, uh, it's correct. It's the money shot, Jeanette. Number two, ironically, arguably, what? It's a very important shot. You have to be money to hit the last shot, J-Mart. Yeah, you don't have to be money when the host tells you what it is, though. <laughs> I, I gave you 23.9. This. This, this is now a problem. I'm now going to have to get two more for me to feel like this is legit. Go ahead. <laughs> You complained about his number one also, though. But I don't, but again, FCC. This is actually <laughs> not even funny. <laughs> Ironically, like if I'm Lindsay Lowry and Christina Costanza and Laura Miser and all the people and Casey Court, all the people on the marketing and whatever side the hell that is, <laughs> I hate you right now because you're going to get me in trouble. <laughs> you don't listen. Go ahead. <laughs> Ironically, arguably the greatest player in NBA history had one of the lowest scores of any participants in the three-point shootout contest. What did Michael Jordan score in 1990? Nine. Good guess. Five. Remember that? Five. What I remember? Because I, I thought you were Jordan. Some Lover. of the worst questions I've ever heard on this game. <laughs> oh, here we go. All day today. Name one of two players tied for the most NBA All Star MVPs. One of, one of the two. two. Kobe Bryant. And Bob Pettit. All right. That's two right, but I really think it's one. So keep going. All righty. Name one of the two cities in which Michael Jordan won the slam dunk contest. I think he won it in Chicago, if I'm not mistaken. Is that your final answer? Yeah. All right. That's three. So I won. (laughs) But do we have one more question? We do. 
In 2005, right. Steve Nash showed off his soccer skills by heading an alley-oop to which dunk contest participant? Sean Marion. Oh, that is not correct. It was Amari? Yes. Amari Stop. All right. I won. Really, really eventful. Really, like, went well, this game. Like, it was exciting. and A lot of buzz and vibe at the end of it. You feel a lot of juice as a result of this win. <laughs> I wonder what, Coquel is I wonder what brought it down. The entire thing. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Congratulations to Mike in Boynton Beach. Wins a $25 gift card to Duffy's. Time now for the Top 5 at 5. This is the Top 5 at 5. The five biggest topics in the world of sports and beyond. Here's Evan Cohen. It is the Top 5 at 5 here on ESPN 1063. Streaming live at ESPNWestPalm.com. Play ESPN 1063 connected devices and speakers. Along with everybody that works at ESPN 1063, Evan Cohen with you. Uh, Jeanette Javier, Chris Coquel, John Martin. Uh, we need seven people in here for a one-hour radio show. Uh, <laughs> five questions, counting it down five through one. Debate the answers. Coquel, what do you have for us? Jay Martin and I will handle the rest. All right. Matthew Gutierrez of The Athletic wrote that Syracuse would have been somewhere around 17-5 and five overall had reserves Jesse Edwards and Kadari Richmond played more minutes. During his press conference, Q's coach Bim, Jim Beheim discussed the difficulty of his schedule, saying <laughs> it's hard Beheim? to go 9-7 and seven in this league. <laughs> I think it's a difficult league. Beheim then paused and said, But if I had played Jesse and Kadari, we'd probably be 22-2 and two now. I just didn't see that. And I couldn't figure that out by myself after 45 years. I need a reporter to figure that out who's never played basketball and is five foot two. Jerk or no jerk? Tamar, kick us off. Well, Jim Beheim is a jerk. I uh, just over he's proven that over time. I don't like I don't like anybody picking on short people either. I'm a little sensitive to that. I wonder why. So I do think he's a jerk, well, but why? Well, because you don't need to. You don't need to. No, talk meaning, about that I wonder height. why. Like with you, meaning you're short. I don't know that everybody knows your height. Oh, that's fair. Yeah, I'm short, so I'm sensitive <laughs> about it. I'm not five two, thankfully. <laughs> well, now you're hating on somebody's <laughs> yeah, height. You just pulled what? the Jim Beheim. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't need some short reporter telling me how to do my job. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Jim Beheim is a jerk. He didn't need to to go there, but also. This reporter's kind of a jerk, saying oh. that Jim Beheim, two of Jim Beheim's reserves, had he put them in, they would have been much better. Like that's that's kind of a ridiculous thing to say. As well, I mean, Jim Beheim, even though he is a jerk, he has been around the block as a coach. I think uh, I, I think he'd know if that were the case. So I think they're well, both jerks. Okay, so you're right about the fact that like I I think that that is a fair critique of like, all right, do you, you really think you just came up with something that Bayheim never thought about? Like, that somehow you know more than the head coach? But that said, I mean, I think that that is the job of the reporter and and the, the you know, person that covers a team or, you know, gives an opinion. Like, hey, I think they'd be better if they did X, Y, and Z. I mean, we all do that all the time with Coach Spo. What do you think? Mm. We know more than Spo? It's ridiculous. Spo's won, you know, two championships. He's been to five finals as a head coach. And what six finals overall with the Heat organization, and we think and won four championships overall with the team, and we think we know more than him. Like this is the dumbest thing ever. But I may say, God, I don't know if they should keep Olenek in the lineup. I want to see Precious in the starting lineup. Whatever it may be, like that's just absurd in many ways, shape or shapes or form. But Bam got nasty. That's just like his height. 
So he doesn't know basketball because he's small? So, like, if you're the athletic and you cover Syracuse, do you just, like, find the tallest human beings on planet Earth <laughs> and you pay them to come in and show up physically at the next Syracuse press conference and ask the most ridiculous questions? Hey, we got a 7'9 guy here, Bayheim, so you better listen to everything he says. Uh, Jim, hey, Tall, tall, Tallville. Um, yeah, I'm seven foot nine. I'd like to know why you don't play one guy. I don't think you should play five. I think you should only play one. I'm tall. It's not a dumb question. Because if you're saying you're short, so you don't know basketball, does that mean if you're because you're tall, you do? Right. That's just being an ass. <laughs> Janet, how do you think you would have pronounced Beheim's name if you had to read that? Just out of curiosity. <laughs> Boheim. <laughs> <laughs> Boheim? This is like the E-I, the E-I, the Boheim. Jim Boheim. W-E-E-N. Jim Boheim. It's like the Tua audio. It's Tua. Start your... Huddle up, huddle up. Start your... Number four. Steelers legend Terry Bradshaw revealed that he had elbow surgery in 1983. To avoid attention from fans and the press, he decided to go under a fake name. The name he chose was Thomas Brady. What would you use as your pseudonym? Well, a couple of things here. First of all, interesting news with the Steelers today. One year, $14 million deal um, with Ben Roethlisberger. It was actually a pay cut. It was actually a pay cut. And it was for him to free up things. For him to free up things, money-wise, for them to succeed in, in Pittsburgh this year. But this is the most amazing story. This was not necessarily Bradshaw revealing this, Coquel. This was an article in a paper in 1983 in Shreveport, Louisiana, saying that he went into that hospital under the fake name Tom Brady. That was what the headline said. Wow. The headline literally reads, Steelers, quote, Tom Brady, end quote, undergoes arm surgery. This is one of the most ridiculous things and crazy coincidences ever that, that I've ever seen. This is like, I don't watch The Simpsons, not because like, oh, I don't watch The Simpsons, I'm protesting or anything like that. It's just, I'm not a, I don't watch the show. But everyone says there's like a million episodes within The Simpsons that like see the future unintentionally. Like they've done a million things where it's just like, hey, this now happened 10 years later. It was actually predicted on The Simpsons. Do any of you watch The Simpsons and know what I'm talking about or no? Yes. yes. I love The Simpsons. Yeah. So what are the examples that I just obviously don't know off the top of my Trump head? Trump being president was one of them. Okay. He and... Um, they've had they had one with a pandemic coming. They've had a million little ones that come up. And sometimes you're like, all right, are we just searching for things? But sometimes like the actual artwork is pretty pretty uncanny. But do you think that's based on a hunch or they totally get lucky? Like in the case of, of what, what Jeanette said, is that like he said in an interview, I'm going to be president one day and they just like did a play on that? Like, they, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they played off of that? I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's just they're playing off it, but they're also brilliant minds. Like people don't realize that Harvard grads write for The Simpsons and that they're pretty smart dudes to kind of see what's going to happen in the world. But this one, I mean, Jamar, this one's freaking crazy. Yeah. And by the way, you're asking about uh, what kind of pseudonym would you would you use? I mean, you want to go, or you want me to, you want me to tell the story there? Oh God! No, I mean, <laughs> let's, no, I let's go. Yes, he is red. Let's go. Yeah, I guess it should be you. I think. Okay, so if your name was John Martin, which is really John's name, his name is not Jonathan. 
It's not a, a fake name. It's right. John Halleck Martin. That is his real name given mm-hmm. at birth on his birth certificate, which maybe I shouldn't give out. Here's his social <laughs> so security strong. number, too. <laughs> um, so that is, that is what his actual name is, okay? In 2003, when we started, we're sitting down at, I think, Einstein's Bagels on Okeechobee, and we're having our first big show meeting. Kmart's toenails almost like uh, scratched <laughs> me under the table. They were so long at that point. Um, and he says to me, you know, I, I think I'm going to go by Jay Payton. <laughs> and I'm like, the baseball player? Oh, He's like, there's a baseball player named Jay Payton? <laughs> and I'm like, no. Like, I mean, y- yes, but like, what, what are you talking about? It's like, well, my mom is Lydia Jay. And I love Peyton Manning. <laughs> so I'm going to go by Jay oh. Peyton. And I'm like, but John Martin is not hard to say. Like, there was another guy who worked at the station at the time who had the longest last name in history that was impossible to pronounce that he just changed it to Davis. Right. Okay? Right. Yep. And I'm like, why do you feel the need? I'm, I understand the idea of honoring your mom, who, by the way, was alive then and is alive now. So it's not yep. like, you know, an honoring of somebody that passed. She's alive and well. Um, and Peyton Manning, like, I, I, I just, I still to this day don't understand it. So, so this was not like, hey, he's predicting the future for the next great quarterback like Terry Bradshaw did. This was a man named John Martin thinking he needed to change his name because it was too complicated for radio. So instead, I'm going to go by Jay Peyton. Uh, yeah. That, that's Anything an, I said just now is false? <laughs> no, no. It's an embarrassing story. Did you think like you were going to get, not that you didn't, but so famous that you needed a fake name to live your everyday life? <laughs> what were we doing? Yeah, that's probably what I, no, I wasn't thinking at all, clearly. When you take the traffic, because J. Mart was a traffic reporter, little known fact, before he came to, we well, both were, as a matter of fact. Both of us did traffic <laughs> prior to coming to the shop. Not traffic like you do, Coquel, like radio traffic. Like Reno Grant. Yes, exactly. Yes. J. Mart and I both did that. He did it he- here in Palm Beach County, and I did it in Madison, Wisconsin. He did it somewhere where there was traffic. <laughs> I did it somewhere where there wasn't traffic. And I physically had to drive the roads. To locate the traffic. He at least had like satellite images and reports. So we both came from a traffic background. <laughs> but when you were, I don't know if I ever actually asked you this. When you did the traffic, did you go by John Martin or did you go by Jay Payton? Yeah, I went by John Martin because that's my name. And it's, <laughs> no, I'm aware of that. And it's, it's an easy name and it's a good radio name. I don't know but, where Jay Payton is the dumbest thing ever. It's so embarrassing. Any other follow-ups before we move on? I want to give this ample time for Jeanette and Coquel to have follow-ups here, if you'd like, on this. I just so you thought Jay Payton was an easier name than John Martin? No, I don't. I I don't know. It's so <laughs> stupid. I'm really not sure. I I don't know. I don't know. Okay. It wasn't like you picked like a cool like crazy radio name either. You just picked another dude's name. I know. No, yes, but he didn't know that there was an outfielder on the Mets at the time named Jay Payton. Don't get it twisted. This was not like either. a love for a baseball player. No, definitely not. It had nothing to do with that. Just, I was dumb. Like, that's just a ridiculous thing to say. <sighs> All right, I thought Jay Payton was going to be good, too. It was okay. It wasn't great. Yeah, I need to come up with a name. 
it's too late. You're already on. What do you mean you need to come up with a name? You're just gonna show up tomorrow with like Brenda Smith? Like I don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need some. I need some flavor in that though. I need a little more like Garcia, you know? Oh, or like Javier, like Jeanette. <laughs> That's a good idea. Like, like maybe like yeah, Jeanette Javier. <laughs> I guess, oh, yeah. Oh <laughs> Number three. Can I go hey, if, you, three? If, you, if you, McLovin, and I did the show, Jeanette, it could be gin and juice. Um, all right, though. <laughs> hey. um, go ahead. Uh, number three. Hold on. <clears throat> NBA legend Shaquille O'Neal took to the wrestling ring, teaming up with Vero Beach's Jade Cargill on AEW. The tag team got the win, but Shaq got put through a table. What was worse for Shaq, getting put through a table or this? What the hell is going on in here? We supposed to be working. <laughs> that was D Wade, by the way, with Candace Parker, who's the best analyst ever, and she's amazing. And D Wade and Candace Parker, like, if I'm looking for the next version of Regis and and Kathy Lee or Kelly and Ryan. D Wade and Candace Parker, I'm watch out. No joke. This is not a joke. I would be strongly looking at those two if I ran a network right now to do something because they are <laughs> really good together. Really, and I freaking love Candace Parker. Anyway, so I like an idiot. Maybe not. I don't know. I like an idiot. Was hooked last night. Like I, I they got me. They're like, all right. They hyped it up with the Shaq thing. It was all over NBA. Uh, it went to the NBA on TNT. Like it, it was a thing. They hyped up the AEW stuff. So I'm watching this, and I, of course, I'm like texting with McLovin during it because he's a huge wrestling fan and getting all this info. And and so in in maybe a 20 minute span, <laughs> I saw Shaq wrestling. I saw Tully Blanchard wrestling, who literally was part of the mm. Four Horsemen when we were all growing up on this show. Well, not Jeanette in the at WCW. I saw Arn Anderson on the on the uh, mm-hmm. uh, ringside. I saw J.J. Dillon, who was the who was the manager back in the day for the um, for the uh, Four Horsemen. I saw Luke Perry, may he rest in peace, Dylan McKay's son as a wrestler. I saw Tony Schiavone, who was a broadcaster, wearing a a a bubble vest, like a, a vest, like this weird, terrible outfit. Like he didn't get dressed that day. And then I saw a promo for a wrestler that was a board op at Sirius XM that I know. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is going on with this? What is this thing, AEW? Uh, what funny. was that? <laughs> that showbiz, baby. I mean, what the? That's not showbiz. What what in the world? Did you guys watch this? I mean, Shaq was actually pretty good. He did fall through the table. I mean, uh, but my God. Yeah, I got in trouble for watching it because my four-year-old started announcing all the stuff. He got excited, was telling me the moves he was doing. I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to watch it with him. And within 30 seconds, he walked over to his nine-year-old brother and just punched him in the face. <laughs> Square <laughs> in the face. Right there with you. Right there with you. My son, my wife was putting my, my son to sleep last night. Shaq came on early. I run in, and I'm like, oh, you got to watch this. You got to watch this. We go in. My wife turns to me when he's, like, staring at this. He's never watched wrestling before, <laughs> saying to me, this is probably not appropriate right now. Because it's <laughs> you don't realize until you're a parent how violent it actually looks. And you also simultaneously don't want to tell them it's fake. Yeah. So you're in a very tricky spot. 
I mean, Tamar, you're not there yet with River, your son, who's because he's four. But given a couple of years, like, and I didn't have my daughter in here for this. But, like, you're in a very tricky spot because you're like, I don't want to ruin the imagery of this because the athleticism is, is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It's so, it's, I don't care that it's fake. The athleticism is insane. And I've been in the squared circle, okay? I've been in, I've been in matches before. But it's, it's ridiculous. So I just, I, I don't understand, though, what, what kind of promotion they're trying to put together. <laughs> and, and what the game plan is for AEW here. With the kid thing, I, I was thinking that it may help, to be honest with them, to sort of counterbalance the violence. Like, like the, you, that way you can explain to them that it's not really violence. They're great athletes, but it's not really violence you're looking at. But then well, you're you ruining the whole thing. Did you tell your kids gimmick. that it was fake, Coco, or no? No, because then if, if he does get into it, I can't watch it with him. He, there goes my excuse to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want to know, like, I would love to talk to, what is it, Tony Khan, uh, Shad Khan's son who runs with the owner of the Jaguars, and just be like, help me understand <laughs> the vision here. We have wrestlers <laughs> in their 60s, Shaq. Dylan McKay's son and board ops? Like, what are we doing exactly? <laughs> like, I'm just trying to understand how we get from point A to point B here. Please tell me that was his wrestling character, the board op. Please. No, but it, the reason I knew the guy is because it's his name, that his, his real name he uses on the thing. And I guess he took shots at Lady Gaga last night and got in trouble. I don't know what the hell happened with this guy. <laughs> I'm a board op. How do I get into that gig? I'm interested. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I thought the guy still worked there. I'm like, isn't he the night producer? And then somebody talks to me back like, no, he's been gone for like four years in, the, in, in wrestling. I'm like, all right, I didn't know. What number are we up to? We are up to number two. Browns quarterback Baker Mayfield joined Aaron Rodgers as NFL QBs that believe in aliens as he posted on Twitter that he and his wife saw a UFO while driving home Wednesday night. Evan, are you a believer? In Baker Mayfield or UFOs? Right. Uh, Baker Mayfield, maybe. UFOs? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So, this is going to sound really, really stupid. <laughs> A UFO, by definition, is an unidentified flying object, correct? Yep. So, theoretically, if you're up there in a PJ, private jet, and you didn't, like... Do the proper paperwork and register whatever. Is that considered a UFO? No, no, because I think people can identify it's a plane, <laughs> right? Yeah, but you can't. Oh, uh, you I didn't can't pick identify up on that what part. it is. <laughs> yeah, I didn't pick up on that part. I'm thinking like you didn't register the flight. <laughs> J Mart, help on this. I I don't know what the hell to think about this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my thought when it comes to UFOs, but there's definitely UFOs, unidentified flying objects, because. I mean, the military has told us as such. There are UFOs. That does not mean that is they're it the aliens. the military that's told us, or is it Tom DeLong? And I'm not kidding, from Blink-182. I'm being 100% serious. He's the one that has led the charge in figuring all this stuff out. This is not a joke. Well, but the, I guess... And angels the, and airwaves. The FBI or something released a bunch of, uh, of documents. But he gave it to them. I'm, t I'm telling you, yeah, look it up. Yeah, he was part of it, yeah. Tom sure. DeLong from Blink-182 is like the reason that this he, stuff he made. He, no, he put it out there so they had to confirm because there was too much stuff. Right, so and a lot of that was like literally like uh, Air Force oh, pilots okay. saying they couldn't identify what these crafts were, which if those guys can't identify it, that that really is saying a lot. So UFOs doesn't mean aliens. If we're talking about aliens, the um, the logic I keep coming back to is that the universe is just so massive that I find it hard to believe that one that the Earth is basically just a blip out there and. But the Earth is only the only blip that has any kind of life on it. I I don't know. I find that hard to believe. 
I don't what know. Are you saying there's life other places? Yeah, yeah. I, I, if I had to guess, I would say that there is life elsewhere. And what do you think they're doing? Like they have their own version of radio. We have sports talk radio. What is sports talk radio? Changing like their Venus. names to Jay Payton. <laughs> Jay Payton and Saturn right now. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Jets general manager, what's his name? Joe Douglas was asked about receiving trade calls regarding quarterback Sam Darnold. Yeah, Brian, um, I think to answer that question, you know, I, I, um, I, I will answer the call, um, you know, if, if it's made. And so, um, you know, I, as, it, as it pertains to Sam, I mean, I, like I said, Sam, Sam's a, we think, a dynamic player in this league. Um, with unbelievable talent and who's really, really um, has a chance to to really f- hit his outstanding potential moving forward. But, um, you know, li- like like I said earlier, um, if calls are made, I-, I will I will answer. them. Are you surprised by Douglas's answer? And obviously, Brian Rowitz is who he was speaking to there. <laughs> um no, I think this is now the thing. I think like people are just like, ah, screw it. Let's just get the trade stuff going and like let me just say it out there publicly. I mean, that's the invitation, right? Like he's yep. sending out the Zoom link for anybody to kind of connect with him at this point. He's like, come make me an offer for this guy to make my life a little bit easier and, and clearer as to what I want to do moving forward. So I guess I'm not surprised because he wants offers and he's asking for it publicly. And he wants kind of like the fan base in some ways for these teams to put some pressure on the team to kind of make some noise about it a little bit. And I'm trying to sure it's to use any way that you can possibly use to get to, um, you know, whatever that next step is. So, yeah, I'm not that surprised by it, no. Yeah, I'm not surprised either. I mean, if it was Kansas City's general manager saying that they would take calls for their quarterback, that's shocking. But yeah, you think? Sam Darnold has, I mean, there have been times when – he looked like okay. There's some potential there. This guy could be could be a, a legit guy. And then there's been other times where he's been terrible. So, no, I'm not surprised at all. It's he's not going to be your foundation unless he unless he's way better than he's shown so far. So yeah, I'm not surprised by this. I was surprised by one thing I saw. I didn't realize this. He has more touchdowns than he has games started, which I would not hmm. have anticipated. That weird. Yeah, he has 45 touchdowns, 38 uh, games that he started, 39 interceptions. That's, he's got more interceptions than games started, which that, is not good, obviously. And that was his rap at USC, and they excused that away by roster, and now he's with the Jets, and they're trying to excuse it away by having a terrible roster. So I think that's just who he is. Well, I mean, what did you say to, like, when you were a high school football coach and you would have, like, you know, colleges come in who were wondering if your kids were coachable and stuff like that, like, what would be the rap? Like, would they say they have a bad coach, or how would you handle that? If they were coachable, I would say they were coachable. I'd say, look how well they're doing with me messing everything up. If they can achieve this much with Coquel on the sidelines, you want this kid. Well, go on third first. Uh, <laughs> all right, top five and five here on ESPN 106.3. You know what? Let's give people an opportunity to put potentially over uh, thousands of dollars in their PNC bank account. This is not a joke. Thousands of dollars in their PNC bank account. Shout out to PNC. Brand new website, by the way, pnc.com. Company initiatives on there. It's as sleek as could be. It's easy to get into the online banking with your username and password, of course, and you can get all the points program and the points information there, which I love, pnc.com slash points, because then you actually enter in uh, all of your info and you can browse the catalog. Like, I recently bought a fridge for my house in Boynton Beach off of PNC points. That's not, not a joke. That's not no joke. Literally, by banking with PNC, using my PNC Visa card, I was able to buy a fridge for my home in Boynton Beach. PNC is over 100 locations all across South Florida. It's been Bankers Magazine Bank of the Year award winner, and they allow their clients to earn more with deeper relationships. PNC has new cards like the Cash Builder, Flex to Go, the Points Card as well. With PNC, 
and PNC.com. And what we're going to do now is the Ed Morris Drive for 75, another regular season matchup, so to speak, uh, with the Drive for 75. So what happens here is the great people at Ed Morris give you the opportunity to win $75 per Miami Heat victory. And what you have to do is each week during the course of the season, we're going to give away a winner, and you then are going to be brought back for the grand prize playoff at the end. So in other words, right now, the Heat have 17 wins on the season, which is the current pot of money is $1,275. So we're talking thousands, thousands of dollars by the end of the season. All you need to do right now is call in at 888-760-3776 and tell us who leads the Heat in scoring tonight once the guy is picked. He is then off the board, and you don't have an opportunity to pick him. The game is at New Orleans tonight against Zion and the Pelicans. Start time 8.30. Heard here right here on ESPN 106.3. Let's go. Ed Morris, drive for 75 now. Rev up your engines. It's time for the drive for 75. The Drive for 75 is brought to you by Ed Morris Automotive Group, celebrating 75 years of automotive excellence. All right, let's go. 888-760-3776. 888-760-ESPN is the number to jump in. You have an opportunity to win thousands of dollars at the end of the season. For every heat win, Ed Morse is adding $75 to the grand prize total at the end of the season. If you win today, you move on to the postseason, to the playoffs, for a chance to win it all, to win the entire pot of cash. It's over $1,275 right now. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN. All you need to do is give us a call and tell us who you think is going to lead the Miami Heat in scoring tonight. Who is going to be the leading scorer tonight? That's it. And if you're right, you then advance to the postseason. 888-760-3776, 888-760-ESPN, $75 per win by the end of the season. Jimmy Butler, of course, the leading scorer in the season, but we don't know if he's necessarily playing tonight. He did make the trip, but is he going to play tonight? We're going to find out. I don't know the answer to that question. Neither does anyone right now. Well, I'm sure anyone. I'm sure Jimmy knows, and I'm sure the Heat know, but I don't know the answer to that question. So, all right, here we go. Uh, let's hear from... Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'm loading up all the calls. I apologize. Uh I don't know why it, lo- it doesn't load on my computer, but loads on my phone. All right, here we go. Um, Joe in Palm Beach Gardens. Kick us off, Joe. How are you doing? I'm, I'm going to go with the driving tonight. All right, Goran Dragic, the nice pick. Uh, a smart one, because if Jimmy doesn't play, yes, they're going to need a big game from Goran tonight, and he has been starting with Jimmy out. Uh, thanks for the call. Drew in West Palm. Who do you got, Drew? I'm going to go with Bam. Bam, another good pick, but yeah, I'll tell you, Bam needs to be more assertive on offense. You know, he had that 41-pointed game against the Nets earlier this season. The other night without Jimmy there against Haw- the Hawks, and thanks for the call, in the second night of the back-to-back against Atlanta, he was just so passive and didn't, like, dominate, and I don't, I don't get it in that regard because he's so damn good, and he's got to just dominate. Jake in Port St. Lucie. Go ahead, Jake. Uh, I'm going with the one they call none, Kendrick Nunn. Kendrick Dunn, he's been excellent as of late. Thanks for the fall. Well, maybe not in the last game against Atlanta, but overall, very good. See, now you're starting to think about the value play. Do you take? Do you roll the dice with Jimmy? Uh, Tony in West Palm. What's up, Tony? 
I'm going. Uh, what's up, y'all? I'm going, Jimmy, because they took my bam. Yeah, I mean, it's listen. At four, it's going to be tricky to win anyway. But if Jimmy plays, you know he's going to come back. You know, with a vengeance tonight. Not happy his team lost the last game. Try to get 500 before the break here. Good pick, um, Tony in West Palm. No so that, that that's yeah. what you're going to see tonight. I think from from Jimmy. Eight 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 seven six zero three seven seven six triple eight seven six zero ESPN. I have time for one or two more. Jamar, where are you on the Heat right now? We have not talked about this unless uh, maybe somebody we're on the phone with earlier like listened into another conversation. <laughs> we had. Um, where are you on the Heat right now? You okay? You're nervous? You're fine? Second half, get to the playoffs. Where are you with the Heat right now? I'm definitely nervous. I, I, I do feel like it, I'm nervous because they they were so terrible early on, and it feels like things are coming together. But I'm nervous because I don't want to get hopeful and then be disappointed. Are you still of the belief, because I know where you were earlier this season, are you still hung up on Jay Crowder? Because I know that was like actually a big <laughs> thing for you. I'm serious. Jay Mart out of nowhere one day calls me and he's like, you know, I'm really upset about something. I'm like, what? He's like, I just don't understand letting Jay Crowder walk. I'm like, that's what you're so upset about? Jay Crowder? It's really affecting you that much? But are you still hung up on the Jay Crowder thing? I mean, he's he's a great veteran presence. I think he would help this team, absolutely. I, I really like Jay Crowder. I thought he was great for us. So did I. And I, I think they absolutely miss him. I don't think he's a make or break. The thing that the thing that's an issue here um with them is and the Jay Crowder thing is they they didn't want any money in the future because they were planning on Giannis, or at least right. to run at Giannis. And they they didn't want to take anything else on long term. And as a result, when Giannis signs and all these guys have already moved and Harden's moved and this is there was there was no there was no point of doing what they did from a standpoint of waiting. Like it ended up backfiring in some way. Uh, by the way, this good news and bad news. Good news from a better chance of winning. Bad news from a viewing and listening perspective. Um, per the Pelicans, uh, Zion Williamson doubtful for tonight's game against Miami with an injury. Zion, doubtful. I'm sure TNT is thrilled about that, getting the national TV game today. Tonight, no Zion and maybe no Jimmy. All right, drive for 75. We will do it each and every week uh, leading into the postseason for a chance at thousands of dollars. J-Mart, always a pleasure. Thank you for coming back today. We do appreciate it. It's a return show. Big show for you, and thank you very much for being a part of it. Uh, any final words from you or Jay Payton, either one of you? And then, no, I got nothing but thank you. You got nothing but thank you. Uh, Jeanette, any final words from you? Not we good. Okay, very uh, interesting. Uh, <laughs> so, what do you think about the Knicks? We get into What's that? up next? Uh, ESPN West Palm tonight. All right, ESPN West Palm tonight with JMP. He did this the week of November tenth, <laughs> so you'll hear back everything tonight. ESPN West Palm tonight with JMP. We are on to Friday here on ESPN one hundred six three.